So you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carter, and we have the epic return for the first time in I don't know how long it's been. I don't keep track of time anymore, but it's Noah Hudson. He's back. It's been a while. It has been. What you been up to, man? Um, You know, I uh, started my freelance media company, uh, Hudson Media Productions. Uh, you can find that on Facebook. Um, so I've been focused on that, and I've been focused on finishing high school. Hey. There you go. You've been you've been out there kicking ass. That's cool, man. It's good to have you back. It feels good to be back. We we were talking off the air before we hit the record button and we were we were talking about how it's just been a long time since we've got together and recorded a podcast. This is actually the first time I've recorded a podcast with somebody in person since October, I believe. Yeah. So it's kind of a little foreign for both of us. We're both kind of got a little rust, but we're hoping to shake it off here tonight. Yep. So uh, tonight's topic is CCW, good old CCW. Our home. Absolutely. So uh, I guess we haven't really done much recapping on here lately. So um, I miss that because it's one of my favorite things we talk about yeah, besides man. the like the interviews with uh, wrestlers or the one-off like like dream matchups we do Re- uh, recaps are definitely oh yeah I, I definitely love to talk about like all the wrestling going on in the area and stuff um so it's i guess there's a huge kind of a big gap in between recaps we've done but you know just kind of a little bit of some summary of what's been going on um well osby Tom- osby tomlin came back had a little thing with mr 100 um they squashed their beef so, Osby's a part of House 100 now. And uh, Mr. 100, uh, Shannon Young, and Osby had Match of the Year for CCW in 2021. They did. Congratulations, gentlemen. Yep. Uh, Markle Snot came back. Uh, had a little brief run with the CCW title. Um, unfortunately, he had to relinquish that due to injury. But he did pre- beat Brandon Barbwire in probably the quickest match in CCW history. Yeah, I believe so. Most definitely the quickest title match yo oh definitely the quickest title match um aaron roberts got his first piece of gold in ccw he was the pure open weight champion yeah it's uh, it's really great to see aaron finally get what he's deserved for a very long time because we've watched me and you have watched him grow tremendously from going from tag to singles competitor in this area absolutely uh brandon barbwire with marco stunt relinquishing the title due to injury he joined an elite group of three-time CCW champions. Yep. So uh, him and Jackson Crowley, I believe, are the only three-time CCW heavyweight champions. I'll say this, and I said it before on the podcast, love, love him or hate him, Brandon Barbwire is going to do Brandon Barbwire things for that gold. Absolutely. Hey, that's why it's good to have you back. Yep. You always put in, you always have good input like that. Thanks. Uh, so we had the, we had the New Year's show. Um, had QT Marshall there. He was cool to be around. That's a show I wasn't at. I was actually watching UFC with a few uh, good friends. Yeah, you missed that, man. That was a heck of a show. Uh, what else? Uh, no Role Models defeated Dangerous and Delicious to end their longest reigning tag team run. Yep. 
and they uh, they have the new gold, so them that's really good for them to build up uh, not only their title reign but team ambitions uh, repetition. Oh, team ambitions representation. Thank you. There you go. You, there it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. A little, been a little bit. Uh, speaking of a little bit, um, she lost the women's title to um, Rain Victoria, who finally came to CCW. Finally. Yeah. It took, it took been, a little bit. We've been pulling for... I said it took a little bit of persuasion between me, you, and Rain, but we got her. Oh, yeah. CCW. Well, Jason, too. Well, that's Jason. Too. You can't count out Jason, We man. love Jason. Yeah. Shout out to Jason. But, yeah. Great to finally see Rain Victoria in CCW. Uh, kind of undergone a little bit of a gimmick change, so to say. Nope. Not not the Empress of Evil anymore, nope. as we know her of. Yep. But uh, the corn-fed hero. I think it's always good to know when something has ran its course and to start something new. And from my time at CCW and seeing her go from the Empress of Evil gimmick at Zero One and other promotions to see her with this new gimmick here in Cape, the crowd really, really loves it, and I'm great and I'm happy for her. Absolutely. I mean, arguably, I think Rain's doing some of the best work in her career right now. Most definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. She's always been great about character work and all that, so, I mean, I'm, I'm glad she was able to pull that off. Yep. I mean, who else but Rain Victoria, right? True. I had a little bit of a break from CCW in February, but um, we came back last weekend, actually, which is... One of our big topics today to kind of recap March Malice. It is, and um, this feels really weird. Not only that I we're sitting back together on a podcast, but in two days' time, we also have another CCW event. Yeah, this is like one of the very rare occasions that CCW does back-to-back events. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... So, you, you want to tell the listeners what else was different about that show? Um, for me at least, uh, so you know, doing the whole photography, video editing, filmmaking gig, um, I actually get to be ringside taking photography for this event, and um, very different. I'd like to say I did have the best seat in the house besides being in the ring and competing. Um, I'd like to thank Jason and everybody in the back just for giving me this opportunity, not only to be at ringside to take these photos, but also to progress my media company. Um, it's been a long time coming, and it's something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. And now that I have the support system and this gear available to me, I can actually take this idea, take it off of the ground, and we're going to take it to the moon. Hey, man, you've supported CCW for a long time. That's one of the things I love about CCW a lot is, like, they love to give back to people that have supported them. They take care of their own. I mean, I'm ring announcing for them now, yep. and now you're doing photography. Like the great little bit uh, once told us is that we used to be in the crowd, and now we're helping running the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. Yep. But anyways, uh, let, let's talk about what happened at the show. Yeah, let's uh, go on to that. Yeah, so we had a had a little bit of an opening announcement from Marco Stunt. Said he's going to focus on CCW a little more. Yeah. Not going to be... Not going to renew his contract with AEW. Not going to stay with AEW, so to say. And what I'll say is that, you know, coming off that big injury that he had and that big concussion... um. It is great to see him, you know, it was great to see three years ago that he went and made the name for himself and took himself to the moon and got that big deal. To the moon! And then... Sorry. <laughs> Cameron Grimes reference for anybody that didn't get that. 
and then um, to come back and give back to the community that helped build him. I remember being in the crowd front row when he announced he was leaving to go to AEW, and it was a very emotional time, but now he's here to give back. And for a minute there, being at ringside on the floor, uh, taking photos, you know, I really did think he was, you know, as he said, he's going to take a little more of a backstage role. And kind of teary-eyed because this is somebody that I've looked up to in the wrestling business. And then the good old crafty Jeff O'Dell's music hits, and he walks down, pinnacle sign, raised up, and gets in the ring. And just like I said, Jeff O'Dell is a very crafty man. I respect Jeff O'Dell. Not a lot of people do. But I respect him because if he wants something, he's going to get it. And what he wanted was to get into the mind of Marco Sunt. And love it or hate it, I think he did. You know, Marco, I think, was keen on taking one more backstage role. But Jeff was like, you're really not going to renew this big contract. You're really going to come back here and just sit backstage. And I'm glad he said that because Marco Stunt is an incredible talent. Don't believe anything anybody on the internet says. I and Caleb and Big Lee, I got to get the Big Lee shout out. Shout out to Big Lee's world. We love you, Lee. You got to get back on the podcast kick. If we're doing it, so do you. Yeah, man. Um, we, us three, have seen probably the best matches in Marcoson's career. Oh, no doubt. Um, from the him versus Jackson Crowley in the old Delta Community Center, um, to the matches he's had at the arena building, to the matches he's had at GCW and AEW. He's really, really amazing. And, you know, a lot of people will throw out all these memes and all of these, you know, oh, he's not good because he's short. This kid is... He's amazing, and it, it would suck for him to take a more backstage role. And Jeff got in his head just a little bit to get him to not do that, to, okay, I'm actually going to come back and I'm going to wrestle. Yeah, so there's going to be a tag team match, I believe. Yep, here. it's... Marco Stunt and it'll be Marco Stunt and a partner of his choosing versus two two members of the Pinnacle, and that will be April thirtieth at the Arena Building. Yep, we'll get more into that later. Um, first match of the night was number one contender match for the Pure Open Weight Championship. It was Hollis Duro from the Pinnacle yep. taking on Denzel Rollins. I guess he's in House One Hundred. I'm, yep. I'm still trying to figure out like. Who are, like, official members of House 100 now? Uh, Mr. 100, Denzel oh, Rollins, and Osby Tomlin are official members. Well, Osby Tomlin, yeah, yeah. So I guess those are, like, the only three official ones so far. And I'll say on this match, uh, again, being at ringside, having the best seat in the house, um, it was a very great technical wrestling match. I will say it over and over and over again. Hollis Jarrell is one of the most underrated guys in the business. Oh, for sure. Denzel. Denzel is... I, when I first saw Denzel, I was like, okay, we have a few guys that come to CCW once or twice, and then they'll go and do their own thing, and I don't see them again. And I kind of thought that was going to be the same thing from Denzel. But he's put in a lot of work, and I love his wrestling style. He's more of a a traditional wrestler. Absolutely, yeah. Denzel, some, somebody else I've grown pretty close to in my time in CCW, and his time in CCW. Great technical wrestler. I see a lot of uh, Anderson and old Anderson Silva mm. and Denzel Rollins with, you know, the takedowns, the arm bars, the kicks and the punches he throws. He brings that Spider Silva to the wrestling world. 
Yeah, I see a little. I see more of an aggressive Jonathan Gresham in him. Definitely. Like he takes that Jonathan Gresham style of technical wrestling, pure wrestling, so to say, sure. and he just adds a little bit of his own aggression to it. Would love to see that match. That would be an amazing match. Jonathan Gresham versus Hollis as well. Yes, we've wanted that forever. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Denzel Rollins picks up the win yep. and becomes the new number one contender for the pure title. It was great back and forth, submission after submission, counter after counter. Just a great overall pure wrestling match. Absolutely. Uh, next was a six-man tag. We had Ryu Kendrick, Calvin Aldridge, and Aaron Clay. Well, now he's the Clay Huna. True. Formerly known as Aaron Clay. Mm-hmm. Now the Clay Huna. And they were taking on Ken Dang, J.J. Walker, and The Infinite. It was a good six-man. It really was. I liked it. Um, it was a little. It was a little foreign to be at ringside and trying to, you know, get out of the way. <laughs> oh or, yeah. Like in photography or trying to get good photos because you know, fighting motion blur and fighting all this. But uh, it was a good challenge, and I'm glad I got to be up close for that one. Yeah. The the thing you learn with being ringside or in the ring is you got you got to know when to get out of the way. Like. My second time ring announcing CCW, uh, Brandon Barbar almost threw Warhorse into me. I, was like, <laughs> I remember that. I was like, oh, yeah, I better watch out from now on. But no, it it, it, it wasn't more of knowing to get out of the way, because I'm usually good with that, you know. Yeah. The many years of watching wrestling and being at wrestling shows, it was just, on the photography side, it was very challenging, but yeah, always a good challenge. Oh, yeah. You'll get better at the challenges too you know yeah and they won't be as much of challenges anymore um six-man tags are always a a good way to help the up-and-coming guys showcase themselves exactly um the the winners were ken dang jj and the infinite but um one of the big stories is what happened after this match um it seemed like ken dang and the infinite kind of got into a little bit of a tussle yeah Yeah, that's what we'll use yeah and um, I do think it's going to be a great matchup whenever it is, maybe on the 30th. Um, and we, I've talked about the Infinite a few times. I really do like I like the character. I like the fighting style. And if him and Ken Ding do face off, I favor Infinite. Yeah. Thing about Infinite, like, I had him on the podcast here. He learned a lot about him. He's got a great mind for everything going on. But I think he's also one of those that, like, we haven't seen all of him yet. Like, he, yeah. I feel like he's... I feel like he's saving something to bring out at a big moment. True. And you know, sometimes that's good to do. Exactly. Um, next match was uh, the exact opposite of a hoss fight. It was a David and Goliath tag team match. Yep. Yeah. Uh, TVA versus the Los Els. Uh, I would like to apologize to all, men, uh, all the guys in this match. Uh, I had some camera issues. And so I was able to get photography of this match, but I was glad I got to actually like sit down and enjoy a wrestling match because from me and you standpoint, and um, even Lee, we have took more of a backstage role and we're more like engulfed in wrestling than being fans. Mm-hmm. So it's rare that we get to sit down and enjoy the craft of wrestling that we love so much. And it was good to sit back and watch this match. And I, I love all the competitors in this match, but at the end of the day, as the great Billy Hill says, the TVA will do TVA things. Yep, and they did TVA things, meaning winning. 
it wasn't an absolute slaughter fest. Yeah, you know, Los Els actually kind of put up a little bit of a fight. I'm proud of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jabber Neo and Diablo, two guys are getting better. Uh, Diablo, Diablo, winning breakout star of the year, even. That is somebody that I love in this business because he's putting himself out there. He's doing the social media game. He's doing the fan game. He is all about himself in this wrestling world and that's something that you have to be to get where you want to in this business absolutely i'd try to get him on the podcast but uh he speaks a he kind of speaks a little bit of a different language i don't know if we will have to find somebody that can translate his ancient language yeah we'd have to get like a translator if anybody knows a translator uh email foursidesiv at gmail.com uh next match was uh dangerous and delicious and your boy, A.J. Gray. The truth! Taking on uh, Team Ambitions, No Role Models, and Davey Richards. I will say this. This is Thursday, March 31st. This is uh, Joey Janela's spring break, where tonight A.J. Gray is taking on John Moxley. And if A.J. Gray doesn't win that match, I'll be mad. But we'll roll into this match. Um, it is always a treat, not only to see A.J. Gray, somebody I love in this business, but also sit back and watch Justin Smart. I respect Justin Smart in this industry so much. Not only things what he's done for me, but he's done for this industry. And Justin Smart is so crafty in re-innovating himself when he needs to. Just reverting back to the rain thing. Something when he knows when something has run its course, and he can change and alter that to bring something new, still with a little bit of the old. And the fans love it, or some fans love to hate it. And um, it was also great to see Davey Richards, somebody that, you know, I was growing up with classic Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Um, so seeing him, Eddie Edwards, Kevin Seen all fight for the belt at that one time, mm -hmm. it was cool to be up close and personal. This was one of the best matches on the card for me. I got to be ringside. I'm so glad I enjoyed every second of that match. Yeah, that match was awesome, man. Um, this was only my second time seeing Davey Richards compete in person. It's my third time. Third time. Two of them being Ring of Honor shows. Man, Davey is... I don't know if I could even put it in the right words. Like, Davey is great. Davey's great in the ring. Like, probably probably one of the best technical wrestlers. Very great, so, very professional. But he can also get the job done. He can throw all that out the window at any given moment to get him and Team Ambition the victory. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did. Um, worked very well together. They did. Team Ambition, very, very close with each other. That's something I'm excited to see. You know, we we I'm glad we got to see them form, and we've seen a lot of the Team Ambition members wrestle and bring themselves up. Mm -hmm. Now that they've collaborated together, you know, from the great city St. Louis to show the world what St. Louis got and what Team Ambition has. Yeah, speaking of St. Louis Wrestling and the collective, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Glory Pro Wrestling. They run, they ran in Dallas earlier today. Hope yep. they had a great show. So then we had our intermission. Any intermission stories? Um, I'm glad I got a break. Uh, Leap of <laughs> Faith Nutrition. Thank you. Oh yes, Leap in Faith Nutrition, Balanced Nutrition. Fantastic drinks there, dude. Um, I think it was the Bar Fitness who were raffling off the belts, and what I will say is that they had a beautiful replica of the old IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the Kenny Omega Kishis Okada style. 
the good one. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That new belt's grown on me just a little bit, but... It has it for me. It's I never, think I'm bitter still. Yeah, I'm still a little bitter, but I mean, I seen it on Okada the other day. Like, I seen a picture of it on Okada, and I was like, eh, it's not that... It's not great. It's not like a good belt, but it's not that bad. I think the only reason I'm bitter is because it got rid of the Intercontinental title. Yeah, well, that, and then, you know, the the IWGP heavyweight title you're referring to was like probably the most prestigious belt in wrestling. Yeah. I think the only one that could top that is probably the NWA's heavyweight title. My opinion it's IWGP then NWA, but I understand. Yeah. You know, just different territories of sure. wrestling. I got a little bit of heat with some NWA guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's can... another story for hey, another, another day. story for another day. Uh, I think for me, intermission was just kind of resting my voice, getting me a drink. You yeah. Know? That's just ring announcing stuff. Also, the cupcakes were amazing. Red Velvet cupcakes are top notch. Mm, indeed. Cakes reanimated. That's, Shout out to you guys. Yes. I love them. I didn't know they were there. Yeah. They were. They ran concessions since uh, oh, P3, was it? He, that's right. That's Pappy right. Pappy was out of competition. My bad. My bad. Forgot. That's good. I forget things in my old age. True. Yeah. Uh, coming back from your mission, we had a little bit of a grudge match between uh, two teams. We had Slammer and Osby Tomlin from House 100 taking on Dalton Anthony and... His new partner, Kevin Cade. Yeah, uh, really, I like the matchup of Kevin Cade and Dalton. Dalton, love the shield gear. Uh, oh, come for, really, Noah? Yeah, I had to throw it at him. Dalton, I love you, Dalton. Dalton, that was not me. That was no, that was all Noah. Um, but um, I do love the matchup of them too. You know, Dalton, betraying Slammer. You know. Somebody who is on more of the the bad guy side in wrestling myself, I could always see it lurking. You know, Dalton's always been more of a a lone ranger himself. You know, when he first broke into this business with Austin Lane, and I guess infamously slapping him, um, he's always had to work for himself. And so with him being on a team, it kind of held him down a little bit. So he broke out. You know, and has found somebody that is better his style. They're not they're, they're teammates, but they're their own entity. They can go separate ways at any time and not be held down by each other. Dude, I gotta say, Kevin Cade, just getting started in this business, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a big deal one of he's these gonna days. Be monstrous. He's really, really, really good. Trained by Seth Rollins. Yes, in Black and Brave. Yep. Um, but on the other side of the ring is two people that I really respect uh, Slammer you know who in his short time in the industry has put in a lot of work he's one of the most over people in CCW history oh for sure when his music hits half maybe all of the arena building or wherever we are at are on their feet either singing along clapping along or cheering for Slammer and then you have the ever so crafty House 100 member Osby Tomlin who, since my first day, my first event, CCW, has been there. And yes, he's had his injuries and stuff that's kept him away. But, and I will avert something I heard in a Kevin Cena interview, this industry will always bring you back in some way. I've learned that myself. 
and I'm glad that it has brought back Ozzy because it is such a treat to sit down and watch and to be at ringside to see all of it go down. It was great. Absolutely. Um, so Dalton and Kevin get the win. Yep. Uh, again, big story is what happens after the match. Um, so Dalton keeps the the chicken cross face chicken wing. Is that yep. uh, yeah cross face chicken wing on Slammer? So uh, Mister One Hundred is like, what's the big deal, man? Yeah. So then Mister One Hundred gets put in the cross face chicken wing. One of my best photos of the night actually was. Dalton having the chicken wing on Mr. 100. Yeah, that was a pretty good photo. I, I seen that earlier. Thank you. Yeah, uh, another story is uh, Micah in the corner of Dalton and Kevin. Not sure how that came about, but you know what the what the yeah, that's gonna be something interesting. We'll, ha- we'll have to investigate that and see what's going on. Yeah, we'll get back to y'all on that. Uh, next match was supposed to be the Crowleys versus the LA Hustlers, but uh, Otis wasn't able to make it, so it was a handicap match, Jackson versus the Hustlers. Man, it's good to see the LA Hustlers back in CCW. It was good to see even, LA. even Even if it was just for one night, you know? Yeah. And it's always good to see Big Lee torture Bradley. <laughs> Sorry, Bradley. One of my favorite things. This is why we love you, Big Lee. Um... But no, it was um, really interesting to see this handicap match. And it was really interesting to see who Jackson Crowley brought with them. And that is something I believe that's going to develop in the next few months. Yeah, a mysterious figure. And what I've learned about the Crowleys in the time that I've known them, when they're down, when they're down a member, they're sometimes even stronger. Yeah, you know the Crowleys are experts at mind games. And a hungry Jackson Crowley, somebody that I would never want to mess with. And that's what he was. I don't know if I'd mess with Jackson Crowley, period. Jackson Crowley wasn't there in January. We didn't have a February show. So that's almost three months that Jackson Crowley was not in a CCW ring. And um, from the entrance itself being... From where I'm sitting to you, to Jackson Crowley. Um, a little a little scary, but I've had my fair share of time around the Crowleys, and I know the safe distance, and you know, oh, yeah. not to provoke them, because they can... They're, they're the Crowleys. Yeah. Um, but mind games. Man, uh, Jackson Crowley worked the mind games this entire match. Uh by scaring the LA Hustlers as he would knock down, uh, I believe it was Bradley, and he would go for the tag for Otis Crowley for him not to be there, but then was talking to his brother, who, in Jackson Crowley's words, as he looked at me as I was taking photos, Noah, he's right there. He was he was there in he, spirit. He was there in spirit, and I'm not going to tell Jackson Crowley no. And I think that's worked, worked to his advantage, in that match and then you know the numbers game came in and then probably the surprise of the night for a lot of people in the crowd a CCW original and Marco Stunt 
runs out and makes the save and helps Jackson Crowley get the win. Yeah, I was going to say the numbers game eventually did catch up to Jackson, but Marco was there to make the save. I guess he was considered a part of the match. Yep. I don't know how the, all the sanctioning goes and stuff, but, you know. Neither do we'll, I, we'll, but... we'll go ahead and say he was he was in the match and he won sure. with Jackson. Next match was one of the matches that I was looking forward to most on this card. Uh, KLD taking on Walker Hayes. Um, And I'll apologize again for not getting photos of this match, but this is a match. No, I, you didn't get pictures of this match? No, the only reason I get photos of this match is this is a match that I will revert back to on not getting to watch a lot of wrestling myself. I wanted to sit down and enjoy this match. I guess I can't blame you there. And I've apologized to both guys, and they understood it. This was an amazing match. I've waited for this matchup. Um, it was really, really good to see Walker Hayes again. I haven't seen Walker in a very long time. And Same. I'm close with Walker. It was really good to see him. And it was really good to see KLD. It was good to sit down with some good food and just enjoy every second of this Hoss fight. And the Hoss fight, it was indeed... It was everything that I thought it would be. Exactly. When Walker hit that, when Walker hit that Hoss Man Slam, I know, I know Ooh. everybody likes to call it a Boss Man Slam. I call it a Hoss Man Slam. Cause Rightfully so. He lifted up a big old Hoss in KLD. Definitely. That was impressive. Uh, there was a little bit of interference though. Uh, Ken Dang got yeah. involved. You know, there's been a little bit of a past relationship between Walker and Ken in CCW, so maybe we're seeing that come back to light, so to say. A little bit, yeah. We'll have to see about that. Um, KLD always brings it, though, you know? It was also interesting to see, if I believe my memory is right, to see um, Ref Jerry ref this match. Yeah. As him and KLD, you know kind of had a little mix-up. Yeah, you know, there's been... I don't know if you want to call them miscommunications or, you know, just some some controversial calls, but... In my opinion, I think KLD tapped to Brandon Barbwire, but everybody else has their own opinions. You know, the thing... The thing about being backstage and, and just kind of peeking through the curtain watching and all that, it, it's really hard to tell exactly what happened from my vantage point so i mean i can't necessarily say rather rather he tapped or didn't tap but what i will say is that uh ref jerry has been in this industry for a pretty few years and he knows what he's doing yeah so i trust jerry yeah i mean jerry's a good friend of ours i mean I know he's made some controversial calls in the past, but you know, it's it's. I think, but I think, I think just about any ref makes controversial calls. From time but to it's time. different from the fans sitting than being right up there with the competitors, because your job as a ref not only is to call the match, but to protect. Absolutely, and Jerry does a great job at exactly. that. Exactly. Um, next match had a little bit of an interesting stipulation. Um. It was supposed to be the Young Goats. And fun fact, this is actually the first time they've teamed up together in CCW. Yep. Um, what it, I will say about the Young Goats is that uh, Aaron and Zay have put so much work in on their, not only singles, but their tag career here as a late in the past year and a half. And I respect it a hell of a lot. I really do. Great team, you know. 
great way to get their merch out, their name out, even on their gear. Yeah, they recently added Denzel Rollins to the group. So That is an acqu- ac- acquisition that I'm excited to see. Yeah, the young goats are expanding. But anyways, um, they were taking on, or they were supposed to take on Trent Daniels. Hashtag trending Trent Daniels. He gets on to me every time. Ugh. Hashtag trending Trent Daniels. You guys have a little bit of history. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. And his partner, Big Peyton Ayers. Um, so the stipulation of this match was if the Young Goats won Trent Daniels, hashtag trending Trent Daniels. Come on, Caleb. I know you're you're a little older. Gotta yeah, get something right. yeah. I also forgot the Lord Billy Hills thing earlier. Yep. I'm glad you're still alive. I know. He could rip your head off. I, yeah, he could. He very well. By the way. How the hell did he become a lord anyways? By the way, Mr. Billy Hills was looking very dapper in his full flame. Hey, hey. Here. That is Mr. Lord Billy Hills to you. Hey. Head intact. Hey, I'm hey, good. Hey, I gotta, I gotta push off. I gotta push it off on somebody. True. We got off track. Uh... Hashtag trending Trent Daniels would have to leave CCW for six months if the Young Goats won. But if the Young Goats would lose, hashtag trending Trent Daniels would be the new pure openweight champion. Yep. However, before the match, um, Daniels and Ayers attacked the Young Goats. Yep. Um, Brandon Barbwire got in on the action, took Zay out of the match. That is interesting. Unsure of how Zay's condition is going to be for yeah. this Saturday. We'll have to we'll have um, to update you on that sometime. Um, but Zay definitely was not able to compete in this match, no. so it ended up being a handicap match. And you know, Aaron, Aaron's a big hoss. He he's a big boy. He can handle himself. But you know, when it comes to the numbers games and the tactics of hashtag trending Trent, I hate to say it, but you're exactly correct. Aaron is very good. He's very crafty. He's very clinical in wrestling. But not only the numbers game and uh, Big Peyton too, you know, weighed a lot on him in that match. You know, they are similar build, you know. But then you also have, I'll say it, trending, sorry, hashtag trending Trent Daniels and his mind games or whatever you want to call it. It was just too much on that given night for Aaron. Yeah, um, so yeah, hashtag trending Trent walked out with the pure openweight championship. And so this is interesting. What I'll bring up, we have four titles in, com- in the company. Yep, correct. The tag titles, the world title, the women's title, and the pure openweight championship. Correct. And Trent has two of them. Trent Daniels, if he would win the world title in the tag titles... He could be the first Grand Slam, is what you're saying. Exactly. He would be the first man to ever Grand Slam in this company history. But hopefully we don't see that (laughs) right. (laughs) Um, I cry. To be real, though, I mean... Gotta respect the work he's put in. I do respect the work he's put in. He, He... Despite not agreeing with how he conducts himself in the ring, yeah, um, he does deserve it. He's he's hardworking guy. True. So I mean, congratulations. Hashtag tr- hashtag trending Trent. So let's go on to our main event, shall we? 
It was a great main event. Yeah, it was uh, it was Brandon Barbwire, the CCW Heavyweight Champion, and the Pinnacle Princess Lil Bit taking on uh, the Women's Champion Rain Victoria and the real Mike Bennett, accompanied by his wife Maria. It was a good tag match. I enjoyed this, you know, being, you know, being ringside for this. It was, it was hard to get photos of this match, you know, four bodies, you know. Yeah, because you just want, well, yeah, and then you just want to watch it, you know. Yeah, it's the main <laughs> thing, you know. You have both the top two champions in, com- in the company right now, and the respective tag partners, uh, you know slugging it out and it was really good to see Mike Bennett wrestle again you know oh for sure again reverting back to old Ring of Honor it's always good to see guys and gals from Ring of Honor come in do their work and I just it was harder to take photos and not just sit down and watch good wrestling for sure for sure um I wonder if we'll ever get Brandon Barbwire and Mike Bennett across from the ring again because um if I recall, the first time um, Brandon retained the title, I think Mike won by DQ. I don't remember. That's been like almost a year ago, guys. Um, yeah, first time Brandon retained the title. This time, Mike Bennett walks away with the win yep. alongside Rain Victoria. So, I think, I think I'd, I'd like to see a rubber match, so to say. So, that's, that's my good question. Who is next in line for the world title? Well, I mean, right now, I mean, we're still unsure of his condition, but, you know, uh, Zay Washington is the number one contender right now. True, and Zay was very close to being world champion right now when Marcus Stunt relinquished the title in the Fatal 4 way. Yeah. Because um, we know that the Crowleys are going to get a future tag team title shot, which we forgot to mention. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get a title shot against No Role Models on April thirtieth. But this is something that I'll roll into that I think we're gonna talk about a little bit. In just for almost forty eight hours in Charleston, Missouri, at the first ever CCW Lethal Lottery, Brandon Barbwire is going to have his biggest challenge of his career. And this is why I will say this. He is going in blind. He doesn't know who he's going to face. He doesn't know who's in the lottery. He doesn't know who's going to be in that battle royal. And the setup for the lethal lottery is going to be, I don't know how many tag teams, but all the men from the CCW men's division are going to be put in a hat. And they're going to be drawn at random. They're going to be partnered up. And they'll be in a, the first round will be all tag team matches. The winner of the said tag team matches then will all be put into a battle royal. And the winner of that battle royal is in the same night going to face Brandon Barbwire. And the only advantage Brandon Barbwire will have is that he will be the freshest man in that match. Yeah, you know, that's a very good point. Like, it's very rare that Brandon Barbwire goes into a title defense kind of blinded, so to say. You know, he, he doesn't know who he's going to be facing. He doesn't know who to study footage on. Exactly, and... And not to put Brandon down, because he is a very, very crafty and manipulative wrestler in the way that it doesn't matter. He doesn't care. The only thing he cares about, hell, I don't even think he cares about the pinnacle at some points. He only cares about one thing, 
It's business. A, it's business. It is business. And his business is the CCW World Heavyweight Championship. As you said earlier, he's a three-time champion. Only him and Jackson Crowley have done that. He's trying to be the best champion in company history. Yeah. He could be the... I mean... Well, he'd have to lose the title to do it, but, you know, who knows? He could be the first four-time champion. Yep. Brandon Barbwire also uh, part of the CCW Triple Crowns. Yep. So, possibly one of the most achieved wrestlers in CCW history. I do think if Brandon is going to lose the belt at any time, it will be Saturday night. Really? And the only reason I say that. And, you know... He is going to have that advantage. He is the freshest man. We, we don't even know who he's going to face. Yeah. First time I've ever dumbfounded at it. You know, I think this may be the first time that the CCW title is being defended against... Well, we don't know. No. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, it could be... It could be Aaron Roberts. It could be Walker Hayes. It could be Denzel Rollins. Could be Hollister Rowe. Could be one of the Crowleys or, you know, one of the one of the dangerous and deliciouses. I'm never gonna say that again, by the way. That was that was terrible. It could be Justin or Donnie. Good. I it, was gonna say it, Justin on you. It, it it could be it could be Dalton Anthony or, you know, L D Hablo. Here's my thing. What if it's a pinnacle member? Ooh, like Hollister Rowe? You then know does, that that'd be Then does Hollis lay down? That's just not Hollister Rowe. That is a very interesting point. And here's the thing. What if a tag team match is, and this is in retrospect, if Zay Washington is healthy, Jackson Crowley and Zay Washington versus Otis Crowley and Aaron Roberts. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the mystery of the lethal lottery. I mean, that's that's why they call it the lethal lottery because, you know, well, you don't even know who you're going to be teaming with. I no. mean, you could be teaming with... You could be teaming with your biggest ally or your worst enemy. True. You could be teaming with somebody you have amazing chemistry with or somebody that you never wrestled or attacked with. All right. It's going to be an interesting night. It's going to be in Charleston, Missouri at the Charleston High School. Yep. This is a fundraiser for, I believe, the baseball team or the it, entire school in general? It is, the, it is a fundraiser for the CHS Jags and baseball team. Yep. Um, you can get your tickets at capewrestling.com. Finally. And I imagine you can get them at the door, too. Yes, I think you'll be able to. Um, but I think it's going to be a great night of action. I do wish, since this is our first recap back in probably a year. Um, wish we had some stuff to preview. I mean, we got... Yeah. That, that, this is an interesting preview because, This is you where know, we can bring in the dream, ma- dream it, matches. It's, it's the preview of the unknown. Yeah. All we know is we're going to get tag team matches in round one. We're going to get a battle royal in round two. And round three is going to be a heavyweight title match. And I think, once again, saying it, if I'm a betting man, I am whoever wins round one and two. will win round three. They'll sweep the night. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... Very possible, you know? Yep. I mean, there, there's so many ways of looking at it. Like, exactly. like Brandon not knowing who he's going to face, costing him in the end, or, you know, just 
Brandon being the fresh guy giving him the advantage. True. Or, or you know, like you said, a pinnacle guy could win and face Brandon and not want to lay down for him. No. And that could cause some animosity. It is going to be very interesting. For sure. For sure. Something um, I will say, though. This is a little off course. Um, with the return of me and you doing podcasts full-time, we have got the great opportunity to start pro wrestling tees. Yes, I was going to... Yeah, um, so... We moved our merchandise from T Public to Pro Wrestling Tees. F's in chat for the T Public site. Yeah, I mean T Public's been good to it us, was good but to us. you know we wanna we wanna make our merchandise and you know the Four Sides brand. We wanna make it more accessible yep. to the people who listen. And something I will say, another shout out is the Big Leads World podcast has a new design, which I am going to pick up tomorrow. Um, we love to give back here to people who have done a lot for us. Absolutely. And for that, Big Lee Montgomery is one of our biggest supporters. Yeah, um, another one of our big supporters is uh, Rain Victoria. Yep. The Corn Fed Hero. She's got a new shirt out, too. Just posted it on her Twitter. Go check that out. It's, get, get you a Rain Victoria shirt. It's very good to give back to the people who give to you in this industry. And I'm glad we could do it tonight because, you know, this is kind of... I don't want to say using it as filler, but we don't know what's going to happen Saturday night. Yeah. From a photography standpoint, I'm excited. This is the mystery. This is the, you know, the thrill of the chase, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for this CCW show. You know, usually whenever I ring announce, I usually have all of my notes together and stuff like before the show but i mean good luck <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a challenge for me you know challenges excite me yep but um what are you looking forward to caleb if you could put one team together take that one team to the battle royal and have one person win it who is it you know man uh when it comes to like when it comes to teams I don't know. I'd like to see... I think I'd like to see uh, Zay Washington and Denzel Rollins thrown together. You know, if Zay's good to go. Yep. Because, you know, you got Denzel and the Young Goats now. You've had Zay and Aaron teaming together, but I've never seen Zay and Denzel team together. And I think it would be a... I think it'd be a good mix of Zay's high-flying style and Denzel's technical wrestling style. Gonna make a bold prediction. Anna Roberts and Walker Hayes is going to get drawn out of that hat as a tag team. Walker Hayes is then going to demolish, and I mean demolish, that battle royal. And then he is going to run through Brandon Barbara, unlike any man in this company history. And by the end of the night, I will be taking photos of the brand new CCW World Heavyweight Champion, Walker Hayes. Wow, that's a pretty bold prediction there. Honestly, man, I, I can't really say whether Brandon would win or lose because, I mean, there's there's so many ways that it would go. I mean, like, do I feel like it would be the right time for Brandon to lose the title? Personally, no. No. But, you know, if it happens, it happens, you know. I mean, On any given night. I mean, you could have, like... There's, you know, there's so many people on the roster that Brandon has history with, too. Like, you know, Justin the Juice Smart. They have history. That is something 
that I've wanted for a very long time is a Justin Smart World title reign. Dude, so, so overdue. And he was so close at the Armory in Sykeson a few years ago. Had Austin Lane pinned. Shout, shout out to Austin Lane. True. Love you, buddy. Hope we you're listening. You. And, you know, Justin Smart was 2.99 seconds away. And then Austin Lane did Austin Lane things, kicked out, rallied behind the crowd. Packets pile driver, one, two, three. Now we're doing retro recaps. We are. <laughs> but, you know, if it's not Walker Hayes walking out with the belt, if it's not Justin Smart walking out with the belt, I'll be fine with Brandon Barbara retaining because not only is he a good face for our company, a lot of people will say that he's not, but he is. <sighs> Haters. Um, but either way, these three routes that I want, I'll be happy. Hell. Zay Washington could walk out world champion. Aaron Roberts could walk out. And I, mm, Jackson I, Crowley could become a four-time champion. Who knows? It, that, that, those are another two guys that have history exactly. together. Barbed wire and Crowley. Even hashtag trending Trent could become the first ever pure and CCW champion. First double champion, yeah. I'm not going to inflate your ego too much, Trent. But it's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, it is possible, you know, or, you know, we could see some kind of dark horse come and win it all, like, you know, maybe El Diablo, The Infinite, Kevin Cade, Slammer, J.J. Walker, J.J. Walker, yeah, so much, there's so much we could talk about that's anticipated, but, um, Get your tickets for um, the events called Blue Jay Mania presented by Cape Championship Wrestling and The Bar Fitness. Also sponsored by Citizens Bank, CHS Jag, and CHS Baseball. It's a fundraiser for the Jag and baseball teams of Charleston High School. And it's CCW's first ever lethal lottery. Of course, card subject to change. Card is subject to change, so... But that's the thing, man. We Who's on the card besides Brandon Barber? I mean, I mean, Brandon could, like, you know... Brandon could, like, fall off the face of the earth or something. But let's not think about No, that. I don't think Brandon will because he's got gold around his waist. Oh, yeah. Brandon's not going anywhere. Um, But no. The only person I do feel sorry for for this event is the ring announcer. Hi, Caleb. Hey there, buddy. How's it going? Uh, that's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. You know, I'll get. I'll figure it out. I'll. I'm. I'll do great. But no. Um. Just to recap, you know, we're interested to see how this mystery event is gonna go down. Um. Definitely go check out the new pro wrestling tees store. We do have one design up at the moment. Um, Actually, no, we got two designs. Hey. We've got the, we've got the white shirt because you know the background for four sides is kind of more white now. Yep. And you know, if you absolutely despise white shirts like myself, we have the black variant. That's something that I don't care for for pro wrestling tees. Is that with one design you can't go through and pick a shirt color? Yeah, you know that's what I really really liked about T Public. Me too. But, you know, pro wrestling tees is the future. You know, it's a better way to better way to advertise yourself and sell merch. Another thing I'm going to throw out there is go check out Big Lee's World's uh, pro wrestling tees and podcasts on yeah. their respective platforms. It's the new, I call it the Slime Roll tee because it has slime fun on the front of it. And it's got good old boy Big Lee on the back. 
Um, I'm excited to order that shirt tomorrow. And um, for the heck of it, uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, Lee and Caleb respectively have shared uh, my post. It is uh, Hudson Media Productions. That is H-U-T-S-O-N Media Productions. You can find all of the CCW event photos coming up soon. Uh, I'm also the official photographer for Anified Underground. I would like to thank the guys there. And then um, if you ever need a photo shoot, you know, uh, short film, video edited, send the message to the page on my personal page on Facebook, and then we can talk quotes and all that. There you go. Yeah, hit up Noah if you need some photography done. Yep. And make sure you go to foursidesiv.com and check out all of our all of our good stuff, our yep. social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The archive. Past episodes. Yeah. Uh, our pro wrestling tease is on there. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Good old Spotify and Apple Podcasts, all of them. Oh, we're on Apple Podcasts now. Yeah. Something Dude, we've been. Where have you been? It's been a bit. Okay? We've been on Apple, man. <laughs> it has been a minute. It's good to have you back on here, it man. It feels good to be back. Yeah, hopefully we get you back on here more often. True. I know, I know. Growing up and stuff, you know, you're it, fi- finishing high school and stuff. You've got a lot going on. And it'd be really easier. And I'm glad I came back at the time I did. You know, I'm rounding out high school to get back to this. Yeah, I mean, I know all about taking a break. You know, I've had to take breaks from this podcast to the, you know, personal things in my yeah. life too. So you know, I in com- the industry, I, you know. Yeah, you know, I completely understand it. But no, um. I'm excited everybody come out, uh, hang out, uh, see Caleb doing some ring announcing, see me doing some photography. Sadly, the boy Bigley won't be uh, there. He's going to be at the Scatterguns concert, which I'm a little jealous of. I do like the Scatterguns. But Lee, enjoy yourself and pop a little bluff in Missouri. Yep. So let's take this thing home, man. Um, Come out to Charleston. On April 2nd, watch WrestleMania when you get home. Yeah. Yeah. Support your local independent promotions. Exactly. Speaking of that, this is the biggest week in wrestling. Is it now? Yeah. In my opinion. It always has been, you know, WrestleMania. Probably since uh, WrestleMania 30 New Orleans, that has always brought all these like these wrestling conventions these wrestling shows and you know as lately the GCW collective into whatever town Wrestlemania is running so there's a lot of yes there's a lot of mainstream you know WWE AEW NXT MLW you could watch but the independent scene around that area right now in my opinion is going to kill it more than any of these top promotions because that's that's something that I pride myself is, is in my indie wrestling knowledge and that there is guys and gals that are out there not only putting their bodies on the line and putting their lives on the line to entertain and to perform, but to take themselves from this indie this indie gig, you know, this this, you know, little little indie show, but this little big show here in Dallas to that mainstream. You know, we've had a we've had a lot of good foresights alumni that are down there this weekend. Yeah, I mean we do. We Billy Starks. Yep. Um, Warhorse technically been yep. on just about every dang episode of Four Sides. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's great to see people that we've watched go down there, and they're gonna thrive. AJ Gray. AJ Gray. Who, yeah. That is that this year. 
It's gonna be the year if we get AJ Green on the podcast. He was just he was just at CCW last week and and tonight he's fighting John Moxley. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, I have a John Moxley hoodie. AJ Gray does not like the John Moxley hoodie, but it's okay because yeah, you, not, you, you got kayfabe, brother, brother. I did, but it's okay when AJ Gray raises that GCW World Title, and that's why I've been checking my phone so often. Um, but it's always good to see these GCW shows running, you know, the Joey Janela Spring Break and all that. It's exciting yeah but anyways uh, check out independent wrestling shows guys I mean yeah you can watch WrestleMania when you get home so foursidesiv.com for us Hudson Media Productions for Noah himself Boom. come out to Charleston this Saturday we'll see you guys there peace see ya